Hello. Um, I want to tell you a story that happened to me and my kids recently. Uh, I was going to the mall and it was raining. And then my kids said, can you stop the rain? And I said, yes, I can. So I say, stop. And the rain in a few seconds is stop raining. And I say, I told you. Um, but there are some chamans and, you know, people who believe that we can control weather by our, by our, by our talking. And also we can stop things around the world. So we went to the mall. And then when I was coming out, I saw a guy. He was right at the corner on top of the parking lot, all the way to the top of the parking lot. Um, he was wrapped with a blanket and he was right at the corner. And I was walking with my kids and the only feeling I, ha I had in my gut, it was he's gonna jump. And I looked at him and I say, get down now. And And he looked at me, and he got scared. And, and I said, you need to get down now from there. And I feel like he felt like I was his mom or whatever. And he said, no, no, I'm not jumping. And I said, you, you're not. Get down now. Um, then I got really worried about him because uh, suicidal is really common during Christmas times. For people to, that has some, it's not a mental issue. It's just a sadness in their heart so strong that they think they cannot continue living. And that's the part of suicidal. It's, it's a part in your soul that is hurting you so much that you don't want to continue living. So um, I go with my kids and um, I said to my daughter, I want to see if he's okay. And she got scared. And she's like, no, no, it's, it's, I'm, I'm worried, I'm worried. And I say, okay, let's go in the car. So my kids got in the car um, and we start driving. And then um, I went all, all the way at the top. And I looked at him and I said, it's not your day to die today. It's not your day. It will come but it's not today. And he looked at me, he said, okay. And I say, remember, don't, don't give up on you. People can give up on you. A family can give up on you. Your mother, your father, whoever it is, you know, even you could believe that the God of heaven, you know, because you're a sinner or all that rhetoric that we have, hurt for many many years you believe that god will give up on you but you know if you believe as a god of energy or or you know of of um just the energy of life or or the spirit of life or whatever you want to call it or gravity you know the gravity the the loss of gravities um That thing is not giving up on you. Like, if you believe that God is, God is gravity. <laughs> so you're here, dude. Um, you know. So, um, but bottom line is that um, 
the connection we had in that moment, it was um, more sensorial than speaking. But my words in that moment of his emergency, they were needed for his soul to wake up. Because the tone I did use for him, and maybe is the tone I have used from for many different situations. Um, I remember we were talking with a friend of mine that I love so much. We went to this back in my country in El Salvador. Um, we went to the beach. And I was single at that time, and she was dating a guy. And the other girl was with her fiancé. So we went to this beach resort, and we met these guys, and the guys liked us, and we liked them a lot. And then her <laughs> it's funny story, because... Um, so she was dating. I was single. I was nobody was around me. Uh, and then one of the guys that I did like exactly that guy. He was talking to me and flirting and all, all wah wah. And then uh, she like the other guy, and the other guy liked her, but she was with her boyfriend. <laughs> so her boyfriend, she was like, "Oh yeah, you look like." Edward Norton, because it's true, the guy did look like Edward Norton. And he was like, oh, yeah, thank you so much. And they were flirting. It was so obvious. And her boyfriend was like, oh, fuck, you know, fuck, like that. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, when they, they, we start drinking, we were, come on, we were like in my 20, 25. So we start drinking and, and having fun. <laughs> and then... Um, her boyfriend started noticing we were getting drunk. And I remember her boyfriend got really violent and even protective towards me. Because he got drunk. He got wasted. And, and once he got wasted, he became this violent and protective guy that were protecting us from those guys. Uh, but he was turning really violent, and then he got his gun, because he, he was always with guns. Uh, he got his gun, and then he say, like, he said to me, oh, if they, they are trying to do something mean to you. They want to, to have sex with you or whatever. And I say, look, I'm a 25-year girl. If I want to have sex with that guy, I can do it. I don't have a boyfriend. I'm single, I can do with my life whatever I want. But the tone that I used in that relationship, it was uh, really strong. Uh, and I remember I said, come on, let's go, let's go to the beach. And we start talking. And he was with the gun, like, like ready to shoot. Uh, and it didn't scare me, honestly. And, and I just walk around with him. And he was like, I'm ready to shoot these guys. And I say, look, you ruin our party right now. Your behavior is not acceptable. What you're doing is just stupid. And um, first of all, second of all, um, if you do something stupid like that, we are going to get hurt in different ways. And you're going to jail. And nobody's going to save you.
And then he put the gun in his head when we were walking. And he started saying, I just want to kill myself. I just want to kill myself. And I said, really? Why? Oh, because this, because that, because... And I said, you know what? I think that would be great. <laughs> and and I said, I think that would be great. If you want to do it, you sh just shoot it, dude. Just shoot it. Yeah, right now. And, and I say, are you... And then he was like, but, but... And I say... Then you're doing it for attention. Then stop fucking do that. Um, and my behavior it can be like this because I did have uh, my my father and my brother, and both were alcoholic, and I was alcoholic. And one time we went, the three of us together to the AA meetings, and it was really interesting because we the three were crying about people's life experience um and i remember we get we got out of the aa in that moment my dad was not smoking anymore and we just lighted a cigarette my brother and i and i think that was one of the best moments that i had with them and now they they are in another they are not. They are not here anymore. They they both die, and um, I think that was the best thing that I share with them. Well, as an adult, because the three of us were trying to overcome those things. But um, one thing that I don't like about AA is that they make you believe that you're an alcoholic forever, and that's not true. You just have a way of dependency or addiction and your way of addiction is alcohol but you can show it in any other things and in drugs in 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 women's in, in sex or in relationships and whatever so you're an addict in that way because you have a empty emptiness so i remember one time i i went to a my dad was a successful lawyer and but he was also his weakness was women's and and alcohol and then one time my sister who is really talented and, and really booty, beautiful booty yeah too <laughs> beautiful figure in el salvador she she's she has been always uh, really well behaved i was the black sheep but but i was a good student always i was a nerd but black sheep But I will say the fun nerd. She was no, she was the fun nerd too, but it was more academically. I was more partying and 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 boys and beers and yes, just just that personality. I was always I have been always been super social and outgoing. I can have a start a conversation with anybody. I don't I don't really care. Uh, I don't care how much money you have. I will talk to you if you're around me. I will. I will. And uh, but bottom line is that um I remember in this time we were young. Um I was maybe my I will say like 12, 13. And my my sister, she was maybe 15 or 16. And I remember my dad, he always came on Sunday 
to take us to the movies. And that's why I love movies so much because that was our, our Sunday. Every Sunday of the month, it was of the week, it was to go to the movies. So um, uh, we went to the movies. And then after that, we went to eat. And then we went to the casino. And he was playing in the casino, but he was getting wasted. And um, I remember coming to the casino, and and he couldn't. He couldn't. He was. He wanted to win, but he he had something going on inside. Because he was losing, and he was crying. And maybe it was because he was worried about his finance as well, and he wanted to give a try to the lock or to the, you know, to the, and I said, stop, you need to, we need to get out of here right now. My sister was crying. And I said, you, we need to get out of here right now. I don't want to be here. And, he, and what is going to happen is you're continuing going to lose money. And then he, he said, you're not giving me good luck. And I said, I'm not going to give you good luck if we continue here and you're going to continue losing. So let's get out of here now. And I think he realized, he said, that's true. <laughs> he stopped doing it and we left. And another occasion, um, we were driving in the car and then um, we had this argument in the car. And my sister say to him, um, he says something really hurtful to us. And my sister said to him, I don't want to drive with you anymore. Drop me here. <laughs> and I was so angry because she, she was crying. I was crying. And I said to him, <laughs> and I will say it in Spanish, and then I will translate it. And I say, are you kidding me? <laughs> I said to my sister. My sister was like, drop me here. I don't want you to be, I don't want to be in the car with you anymore. And in the moment, I said, fuck that shit. He picked us up in the house. <laughs> and I say, no jodas este viejo pendejo. <laughs> no tiene... Nos tiene que llegar, llevar de directo, directo a la casa donde nos recogió. And in, in English, it will be like, fuck that, this motherfucker has to set, take us back home where he pick us up. Because that's where he find us. And right now we don't have money and we don't have a phone to call our mom. So you just shut the fuck up and take us back home and drop us there. And we don't want to see you again. <laughs> and and he was so scared of me, to be honest. It was so funny because he was like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. And he realized he fucked up. And then I say, we don't want to hear you at all. Not even breathe. Just take us there. Drop us off. And then you got the hell out of your face and don't even contact contact us again. Um. And he left. 
And like 12 minutes after, he called us and he was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> he started crying. My dad, he was a really sensitive like me. And when you become a parent, you, you understand your parents more. You know, and, and, and the more you share your experience with your kids, the more they understand where you are. Like today, um, it was a long day for me working and I couldn't see my kids. Uh, I love to be with them. And um, I came I came home really, really early at 4 a.m. so they couldn't sleep with me. So I had I woke up at 9 and I, and I wanted to see them and I'm, I'm with them right now. But um, I need to share this with you guys. Um, the fact of um, my daughter is turning into a teenager, independent, you know, personality. And she said to me, oh, my God, you worry so much. You always think the worst. And I say, and I say, because I love you. I love you. And I said, you have no idea how much I worry when I'm not around you. And she said, why you worry so much? And I say, well, you know, I come from a country that it was the war. People could die in a moment of their leaving. Um, I lost family members. Um, Um, there are a lot of things that can happen to you in the world in general, and I just love you. And sometimes the way to worry is the way that I'm showing you that I love you. But I realize, and the and my kids heard that, and they just, she said, oh, you know, like oh, and she hugged me and she felt loved by me. And she understood more where I was. Um, like, I feel like my dad and my mom were more um, quiet about all their childhood and all their traumas. And I can try to understand them, but I don't really know because they share a few things about their childhood things that maybe they didn't want to recognize or or even remember but um but I feel like as parents you know the more you share about your decisions it if you're a if you're a parent right the more you share your your life experience with them the more they will understand why you act like that and also they take it as a as a reference point uh like i was talking with my kids like um for me it was a big really painful to lose my brother the way i did and uh 
I say, you know, you're going to be in, in situations where you're going to pick, you're going to pick friends, you're going to pick relationships. And, and it does affect everything. But it comes from sometimes it's part of life, some experience that you got to live or you decide to live, right? Um, but uh, as I, I don't think I regret all of that, none of them, none of them. But that's my two cents, you know. To me, mental health, mental illness, mental illness is, is not even mental. It's, uh, it's deeper than that. It's, it's a soul illness. It's like soul emptiness of something. It's an emptiness of something. And it can, you can be super successful, honestly. You can... I I know someone who who has a beautiful house, has a bunch of money. Bunch of money. He can he can go wherever he wants in any second. Move to any place he wants. He's super successful economically. But when when I talk to him, he's weak, you know, he he's empty inside. And I was talking to him and I say, "You need to connect with you." Know with other people, with you, because cause deep down, why you're feeling like this? Like, why, what is it, what is, what is that is missing in yourself? And I, and I was listening to this guy about relationships, and he's like, we're also going to codependence relationship because we, we have lack of that. And, and sometimes we believe that this person is 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 gonna give it give it back like um yeah that's that's some stuff that I continue to work on myself you know um this is the first time I feel like in after my marriage that I have been in in a way where I'm um where I'm in peace with me for the first time in a long time. I'm just, you know, checking what what am I doing, what, what are the decisions that I make, more self-aware about what I want, just that. Um, but like I say, maybe if you're listening to this, just think that this is not your day to die, don't give up on you. Check yourself why why you go to these patterns and behaviors and and realize that uh you're fucked up <laughs> Merry Christmas and I'm gonna finish it in the minute twenty four or twenty five. In in El Salvador in Latin America we celebrate you know what? I don't wanna say in Latin American anymore because I feel that's the uh, uh, uh elite name to America because we are all Americans so I like to say more in America in the center of America um, we celebrate the 24 and the 25 we celebrated celebrated in the north of America
and now it's minute 24. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> and at 25, um, Merry Christmas. Oh, but, but listen, um, one thing is that um, right now it's a lot of suicidal during Christmas because people feel lonely, feel sad, um, and they think they don't have nobody. But you're not looking because you can even have a pet or you can even have a have a place where to gather. I I have my own opinion about religions in general. But I will say something. Uh churches have good stuff for Christmas. If you feel alone, go to a a, a church just to for gathering for for get connected or you you're scared of being around people go and expose yourself to those experience you know so you you want to be the press in your house and just don't do nothing and nah, nah, nah. no try to explore meeting going going to a church or or you know get out of your house that's something that psychologists psychiatrists recommend in in this time of this the year in this season time people try to try to feel pity or sadness so get out of your bed get out if you're alone go go to you know i don't know get a ticket for a party in a hotel or something you know go to celebrate if you have money go to celebrate new year in new york in one of the main cities or say to yourself, what is a country that I always wanted to go that I have never gone? And if you have the possibility, buy the ticket and just go, dude. Just go. Just go. All right? Have a good weekend. Don't give up on you.